Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. And today we have a bonus pod um, to discuss the uh, Crown Jewel card um, took place in Saudi Arabia on Thursday. Because uh, there, there's, there's a big week of wrestling this week with um, Halloween Havoc, two Dynamites. So we, we've, we've put aside this time for this bonus pod to discuss um, Crown Jewel. So I'm Keeney and I'm here with Fisher and Krusty as always. Hello. Hello. As oh, nearly always anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, nice. so I, I, I think we'll just go through the card um, match by match. We'll kick off with the kickoff match, which was the Usos and the Hurt Business. Um, does anyone have any big thoughts on this one? Probably the least um, I mean, memorable match. Not too much to say because it's only a, a kickoff match. I did think it was a bit odd um, that this match even took place uh, on different brands. Mm. Tag titles weren't on the line. Um, but then when I thought about it, when you watch the rest of the show later on, I know why the match was there. Because they were probably the only ma- people there, not on the card, that were there for a purpose. And that was to interfere in other matches. Because the Hurt Business yeah, both interfered point. in yeah. the Bobby yeah. Lashley match. So they, obviously they're not going to take... Um, they, I think they only took minimum amount of crew. So people that were in the matches. They're not going to take go, roster members that weren't in there. Like, you know, they're not going to take, I don't know, Angel Garza out to Saudi Arabia to not even have a match. Well, I mean? they took... Um... They took Natty and um, yeah, but they were doing. Titus. There was a pu- purpose to them, I guess. But um, so yeah, I, so I, I think point, that's why actually. this. I realised afterwards that was why this match happened because there were the only two, the only people there that weren't already on the card. On um, paper, it was a uh, an amazing match. Um, yeah, two of the best tag teams. And, and it, it was fine for what it was. Um, yeah, it was a good match. I mean, and obviously the Usos won, which we all predicted. We'll get to our um, the result of our predictions. At the end, because you may have listened to the um, the predictions yes, on our podcast on on Friday, we predicted the results. So um, we'll we'll say what happened there. Yeah, we'll um, but this that. this was a decent match. I haven't got a lot of notes on this one. I, I put that the hurt business actually got a lot of offense in this match. Yeah, well, um, I, I I quite like that they got the hurt business music, hurt business t shirts back. It's just mm. nice to see them. It's almost like you know they just forgot everything that happened and just put them back straight back in the exact same. Um, role they were before so it's quite nice to see because i mentioned on um uh friday's pod that they we haven't seen them with lashley at all yeah um, got it on this show. Since, since they were reformed on that one-off raw um and we haven't seen them with a hurt business entrance before i think most of the time they wrestle on raw 
they're already in the ring. They don't get an entrance on TV. Mm. So it's just nice to see that. That's about all I had from it. Yeah, I put that Shelton hit a payday, which obviously is his finisher. Um, and that, for a second, I was like, Ooh, you know, they, they're they letting uh, him hit a finisher, but obviously it didn't lead to the finish of the match. I don't um, think I even noticed that. Yeah, he did He did do one, but obviously Uso's won in the end of the splash. That's all I've got written down. Uso's splash. Uso's. All right, then we get into the main show. And uh, <laughs> before, before we, you know, was quick, before we get into any matches, I just, I love the fireworks and I love the camels. I just that's the two things. Yeah, I want to mention. I've got to um, I've got to praise the fans in this as well. Actually, um, they were very good. There's a lot of, very loud. You know, there's a lot of criticism about WWE going to Saudi Arabia for obvious reasons, but you can't fault the fans out there. They're, they're really passionate fans as much as anybody else, and I think yeah. they've done a really, um, they've been really really good the last couple of pay per views. I think they moved a lot of the fans to the front so you can hear them more and they seem to really enjoy the shows get behind everyone they know the roster like they're not just popping for because there was a criticism at the start that oh they only pop for like Brock Lesnar John Cena you know the big stars but I felt on this show they knew everybody and they knew every, every like they knew when to get excited so you know um credit to the crowd as well the fireworks was good uh, like you say and the camels were correct fireworks later. on that pay-per-view they love fireworks. absolutely everything they love fireworks uh, over there. I'm not too I, sure I, if the, the camels love the fireworks, so. That, yeah, that is a Maybe bit. They yeah. used to, I was just a bit worried about the camels and the fireworks, but I didn't see any camels going mad in the background. So they maybe didn't they seem to okay be particularly bothered, but... Um, Might I, reckon, be in I, reckon, I reckon they loved it, the camels. <laughs> it's just it's just nice to see camels at wrestling show. You don't see it very it, often. It was a bit different, yeah. yeah. I think we should have a different animal at every show now. <laughs> yeah, I want to see should. penguins on Raw. Oh, that'd be great. Love that. Um, so the first match was kick off with an absolute banger. Hell in a Cell, Seth v Edge. What a um, way to kick it off. Yeah, Krusty. Yeah, I think you should just take, take this one away, Krusty, because I know you're very... Well, when, when I saw this was starting, I was excited because I thought there's no way this is going to let, let us down. Um, we've been excited about this. We was predicting this was going to be a match by accident, even when Hell in a Cell... We, we were predicting Hell in a Cell at the wrong time of year. Um, so to be honest, I'm so pleased that this is how they did it. And it did not let us down. Um, it's difficult to remember like full Hell in a Cell matches, but it's definitely one that's going to stick in my in my head. I can't say it was the, the best ever or anything like that because I don't remember them enough. I haven't watched anything recent enough, but I thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, I think it's probably my favourite match from Edge and Seth together. Uh, in recent times anyway. Yeah, I mean, all three um, of them, I think things, all three of them have been good, but yeah. They've all been my, fantastic in their own way. If I was going to rank them, I think this is where it would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had big moves like the execution really early on. Um, Seth trying to end it with with the two chairs. Um, so sort of straight in, bang, excitement. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I absolutely loved it. We had some real savage sections like, um, Seth jabbing edge in the eye. Um, and, and yeah, Seth, like Seth yeah. loves eyes, doesn't he? For some reason, he loves he's got an eye fetish, eyes. hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I to like... see that Ray grew his eye back or whatever happened anyway. <laughs> and Alistair Black, did he ever oh, yeah. lose his eye? Yeah, <laughs> I did like the um, there was a spot as well off the turnbuckle into the cage and then off the cage through a table. Ooh, he he yeah. went pretty high up the cage, didn't he? He was, he was... Like halfway up the cage, wasn't he? That, that was a cool spot. Yeah, I've got a few spots written down here. There's a buckle bomb um, from Edge on Seth, which he then um, 
moved, he, he then bounced off the turnbuckle in, straight into a spear, which only got a two count. There was a power bomb off the ladder, which went through a table. That was Seth on Oh, edge. the sunset bomb. Yeah. Oh, so that was my favourite segment yeah. of the whole match. Yeah. That Brilliant stuff. Again, only a two count. Um, and then Seth put the chain around his foot and went for the stomp, um, which was then countered with a steel chair to the balls. Something I loved that was what Seth favorite, said yeah. there. He said, this is where your fairy tale ends. I I, I love that. He's just been so, like little things like that. Yeah. Um, He's just so savage. Um, wrapping that chain up, this is how your fairy tale ends. I was like, yeah, I th- imagine if you hit that. <laughs> I think the thing is as well, like you say, the match has been fantastic in this feud, but I actually think the storytelling and the promos and that in between have made it really good as well. Yeah. Um, and kept it good. And I think this feud actually has been fantastic overall. Like, can't really fault any of it. There was a couple yeah. of times when Edge wasn't around for a few weeks. Um, but other than that, like... Seth's promos were good, Edge's promos were good, and the matches delivered. And they all had the right, I feel like they all had the right finish as well. Like Edge won the feud overall. You had Helena Cell, which made sense. I'm glad they did Helena Cell for the third match, not start it with a Helena Cell, then do like all yeah. this nonsense. They started it and it sort of progressed and got more crazy and crazy. And I like that as well. Um, and I feel like it, it went in the right order. Like Edge won the first match, then Rollins got one. And then Edge won the final match. I think it, it was. I think this was really, really well done all, all the way through from from WWE on this one. I got credit. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. This is exactly um, you know like a one hundred and one textbook how a feud should go. It was brilliant. And it's just two guys that have complete chemistry, both in and out of the ring. Clearly, they they can bounce off each other in promos. They can bounce off each other in the ring. And like we didn't see it too much in this match, but I know previous matches they were stealing each other's finishers. Well, I'll say that and the finish of this match was the curb stomp by um, Edge on Seth. On and didn't we have a chair. buckle bomb as well? Yeah, so yeah, that was a... Um, yeah, there was stealing one. left, right and centre. Yeah, we just, I think in previous matches we've had a pedigree by Edge, we've had a spin And then we had Seth. Seth doing um, the double chair. Yeah, yeah the chair, chair, like, double chair. Yeah, and it's, it's just great storytelling, great action, so, so like quite uh, well, fast-paced. I love paced. the way that Edge was going to end the match with the cross face. Uh, and the bar, and then decided, no, I need to insult, add sort of insult to injury here, and finish it with a stomp on yeah. the chair. Um, it's just, it's just good at adding sort of the brutality to show the men- the mental state that the, they've got into with this feud. Mm. One other thing I thought was really good about this match as well is they it felt like a Hell in a Cell match in the sense that it was one, it was just one on one. They didn't try and get out of the cell. They didn't do anything crazy. Yeah. It was more, it was like a regular match, but using weapon spots and the yeah. cell. And it wasn't yeah. about try, people trying to get in. There was no overbooking, if, you, if that no, makes sense. No 10 minutes climbing up the cell and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, and no, like, yeah, people trying to somehow getting in, the ref taking a bump and then, like, shackling the door or something and getting in. It was just simple, one-on-one, Definitely. cell match. And I think Showing that, that they just wanted to go at it, didn't they? Sort of went with the storyline yeah. that both of them just wanted to end each other. Um, interested to see what happens with Seth now. I did explain my worries about if he loses this, what does he do? I don't um, think he loses too much by losing it. I, I think I think on Raw on Monday, he could easily call out Big E and you'd be like, oh, fair enough. That's, that's, a, that's a title match. You, know. you could, but it is a bit, I hate it when they do that. I don't like, think they yeah. should do that. I, I think, think they should have a bit of a low and build himself up almost. 
Because I feel like uh, he's lost quite a lot. He lost to Cesaro at Mania as well. He's not. I think he should just start savaging the lower card. Just like brutalise everyone. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. I guess we do want to see him win a feud. Um, yeah, if he wins know, even one something. one feud against someone lower down the card and then faces Biggie, I'd be fine with it. It's just the fact that it's so fresh in my mind that he lost this big match. Yeah, I'm actually more, more interested in what Edge does next because... Um, as the winner of this quite high-profile feud, you'd expect him to move on to stuff. Um, and I just time wonder, off, what, what, yeah, I wonder whether he will or whether he'd have time off or because, like, like, like we said on uh, on, on Friday's point, he got drafted, um, so he is an active member of the Raw roster. He isn't just like Goldberg and Brock, just you know, a part timer necessarily. So, be interested to see where he goes from here. And also, yeah. they're, they're both going to be on the same brand as well. So, are they going to? I mean, to be honest with you, I, I could watch another three matches of these two. No problem. I hope they don't know. No, like, no. I think we'd get bored like after a while. But like I say, every match seems to have got better by the every, every time they wrestle. So, you know. In terms of what I'd like to see Edge do next, I think well, not necessarily next. I want to see it though at some point is uh, Edge and AJ Styles. I think. Edge has had brilliant matches with Rollins, the best ones he's probably had since he come back. And I think yeah. if you put him in there with Styles, he can they can have that magic as well. Um, not necessarily with almost involved, even just have one on one feud at Mania or something would be. Yeah, and I think that's a good point. I think you forget about Styles, only because he's been in the tag division for the last year yeah, or so. so exactly. You kind of forget that he. I um, won't go on to it, but he needs to come out of that ASAP. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Now yeah. I think they've had their run as a team. I don't see the point in them doing it anymore. No, should we move on to the next one? Yeah, brilliant we... match. Like the thing is, so many credit to this whole pay per view. I couldn't tell you necessarily if this was my match of the night, but it was damn good. It was damn good. I think it um, would have was mine. I think it um, is match of the night, but it's. I have to think about it. Yeah, that, yeah which definitely. is good. Um, this was. We'll talk about the overall pay per view at the end, but this. Yeah, it was a good show. Say, we, we did run a poll on uh, Twitter, which will reveal the yeah. results at the end of the pod um, of that as that question match of the night. So. We'll find yeah. out what our listeners think. Um, so next one, we moved on to Mustafa Ali v. Mansoor. Um, probably the most predictable result of the pay-per-view. Um, Mansoor wins, but again... I was excited for Mansoor to come out. Yeah, he, <laughs> I must say, because I wanted reaction. to see how excited everyone was going to be. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really cool. Yeah, it was great. And it was... Um, I think we mentioned it uh, last week that it's just good that they got a long, um, a long match. You yeah. Because if this this had ended on on a on a Raw or SmackDown, this would have been a five minute job, probably a roll up finish and move on. But yeah. it's good that this got a pay per view, <laughs> um, pay per view standard match, and they always give Mansoor time in these shows. Yeah, they. Um, good. They, He's a good I, wrestler. He is good, and um, I think they. Yeah, this move match was. Um, a higher like a high paced match, two kind of high flying ish guys in there. And yeah. um, there's an interesting submission. Ali had a submission on for ages, um, and, and I kind of knew Mansoor was going to get to the ropes, but like they, it gave a little bit of jeopardy to the match at one point. I thought a little bit of drama to it. Yeah, I think it was out. sort of getting the getting the crowd going and try, trying to um, sort yeah. of get everyone rooting for Mansoor. It was, it was really good. I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. There's some good wrestling, some great high flying moments. Obviously, we had the submission. I've, I've made note of that as well. Mm. Um, I thought the neck breaker that uh, Mansoor used to sort of finish it was an amazing move. I wasn't quite convinced yeah. that that was the end of the match. It almost sounded like the commentator wasn't sure. 
that it was like he was a bit surprised that he got the free count. Yeah. Um, but the, only the reason move I thought, itself was amazing. The only reason I kind of thought it was is just purely because it came off Ali missing the 450. So he went yes. for his finish and missed it, and then it went into that. Yeah. So I can't, you know, but yeah, I, was, cool I know what you mean, though, because I've not seen Mansoor finish enough people to know <laughs> what his finishing move is. Because um, he's won matches. Yeah. But he's won matches by roll-ups. He's won by... He probably has hit that move clean before on Raw. Possibly. But, yeah. it's, I think normally the comment, the commentators sort of help by they get excited over the move, and yeah. they didn't, which made me question. I was like, what? <laughs> they, maybe they don't know. Because it's one of those where, <laughs> where you just man sort of if he ever wins a match, it's by roll up or distraction, or he loses. Like that's mm. that's he doesn't uh, one, get to one click thing win I, um, clean. Is I mean it's kind of obvious as anyway, but the crowd was so behind Mansour here as well, and the crowd was really hot for it. Well, I mean, I mentioned the crowd at the start that they were great. Um, they're particularly good in this match as well, obviously, behind their hometown boy. Um and then obviously we got an angle after the match as well, which I didn't expect. I thought that was gonna be the finish, and then we'd get the angle. Yeah, beat down by Ali, and then we had um, the silver medalist in karate for Saudi Arabia, Tarek Hamadi, come out, uh, which obviously probably was a really big deal for the Saudi fans. Obviously, for us um, in the UK, we don't really know who he is. Um, but it's a nice moment. Um, and it was also good for the, the commentators, made it quite clear who he was and did a good job of um, not leaving us confused for too long uh, when he took off his, his um, face gear. And yeah, it was it was just it was just really good, um, really good moment. I guess at the end, was it was it a karate? You mean sorry, was it, sorry, was it a karate kick on the head to Ali? I think. Yeah, it was some sort of karate. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good, good ending. Um, so we move on now. We mentioned it briefly a minute ago, but AJ and Omos against RK Bro, um, and obviously the first thing I mentioned is Riddle on a camel. Yeah. I was going to say, that's the I knew the camels would be used at some point. It had to be him as well, didn't it? I, I, honestly, my, um, I honestly, really know the match. <laughs> yeah, I honestly thought we'd see a um, we'd see a spot off a camel where someone like jumps off a camel through onto someone. That's what I thought we were going to see at some point in this pay per view. So I'm glad it was just riding a camel to the ring. It's probably more humane, isn't it? Um, so that was good. And then the finish was a phenomenal forearm. Into an arcade, which I think we've seen before, haven't we? Yeah, um, and then the floating bro, and then the floating bro, um, for the win. And I, I've made it. I'm, I make it over all the time, but Amos remains protected. They never had yeah. him. I don't think he even had really moved done on him all match. When he was in the ring, he was dominant, and then he tagged out. Uh, and, a- and AJ took all the beatings. This is just not good enough for yeah. AJ. He's, he's oh, better. I than put that. the Orton had a square off with Amos, and yeah, Amos I know. got the better. I was going to note that that um. It was it was quite a slow paced match, particularly when Amos was in the ring. But Orton come in and the crowd like really bought into that um, because Orton's kind of teased a one on one match with Amos, but now they actually had one, and um, that was so that was quite interesting. Um, I thought the match was a lot better though when AJ was in the ring, um, which you know isn't necessarily bad on Amos because AJ is like top top tier. Um, but yeah, I'm just I, really unsure on Omos. I think he's not done enough for me to to, to warrant this level of protection. He's he's seven, he's seven foot five foot. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's huge, and that's that's the, you know Vince always does this to, to guys like that. But it's just um, I think they've used him well though in the sense of they've used him in short bursts. They haven't ooh, put him in there. If you have him in a tag team with like the Miz or someone or Ziggler, you you could make this work. But AJ is too good to be in this role of like getting. You know, eating pins and getting battered like this. 
Um, I know, yeah. Yeah, I think we're I think we mentioned earlier, but we think we're all just ready for AJ to move on from this. And maybe we see an AJ Omos. Um, I hope we don't see Omos with a belt. Yeah, I, I'm worried no. if we do see AJ Omos feud that Omos will just destroy him, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, he, he probably would. Um, but yeah. I, yeah, I want to see AJ move on to someone else eventually. But uh, it looks like we might, I think we might be getting this match again on Raw, which is bloody annoying. Are we? Oh, I think I so. I don't, I'm not sure. I feel like I saw something about it. You're probably, um, probably I'm bored of this feud now. And yeah, I'm bored, I'm bored of this feud. Well, it's been gone ages. The it was match a good was match, good, but I but... wasn't interested. So it, was, it wasn't even the best match they've had. No, and, and to be honest, on terms of the card, an intrigue in the match is probably my least interested match because... Well, there isn't much jeopardy on the result either. I think no one really thought Riddle and Orton were going to lose the belts there. Yeah. So it just didn't... The only way this match would have... We'd have all been into it is if there had been an angle after where AJ turns on Omos or vice versa. Yeah, or even you know, okay, bro. Something like that, but yeah. Mm. I, I, I'm just ready for that. Maybe, maybe that's why they're having a the match again on Raw tonight. Maybe that's where the breakup comes. Maybe if... That's the only reason... That they can redo this match again as if they if there's an angle after it, yeah. At this point, um, hopefully. Um, okay, we had Queen's Crown final next, Zelina Vega v Dewdrop, and we have our first official Queen, not Charlotte's self proclaimed Queen, but Queen Zelina, yeah. Well, and again, I said this on this one, yeah. I said this on Friday though, who would have predicted this when you saw the brackets at the start? We probably thought Zelina was going to lose to Tony Storm in the first round, and that was it, yeah. And yeah, she's she's the queen of really pleasing that result. It suits her um, as well. It does suit her. The match didn't get too much time. It was it was okay. It's it a really good finish though, wasn't it? The, the finish code wow. red on Dewdrop. I don't know. Again, you're Incredible. probably the guy to go to here, Krusty. But who takes more of that move? Is that is that Dewdrop or is that Zelina? Dewdrop? Yeah, yeah. Dewdrop takes the momentum. I mean, there's no way Zelina would be able to. So so impressive though, Dewdrop. Dewdrop like yeah. that, but yeah. Full props to both of them. Real credit. That that was an amazing move, executed so well. That is perfect. It's it very great. smooth. And and there was a great mm. tornado DDT in this match as well. There wasn't that long, like you said, but I thought there was two or three really good moves for both people in this. Yeah. Um, that looked really smooth. I thought it was. If it got like a few minutes longer, it could have genuinely been a really good match. Um, but as with all matches in this tournament, wasn't given that much time. Um, no, it was the right result. And to be honest, I think the right amount of time in a weird way. Um, because the match wasn't that hyped up, it, there was no real build, was it? Yeah, the other women's tournament. match was more important in terms of it was a huge, oh, yeah. huge yeah. match. So, and, and, and and there's no star here. This is like the sort of match you have, you know, you you put on Raw for the you know toilet break in between big matches. It's That's amazing what this, match this match managed to get on the cards, especially um, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And they made such a good. A, they they made it good. I, I've got. Great respect for both of them now, and I hope that that sort of rubbed off to other people. And yeah. I'm quite excited to see what Zelina's going to do with this because I'm as much as I love the top four women, I'm getting bored of the focus only being on them. I want some other stuff going on a bit further down the card, and I think Zelina could do that. I yeah. hope they don't put her into the title picture. I don't know how that would work. So no, I, you, you, you can have you can have mid card fuse. We don't see it enough in um, WWE at all, and. Uh... Yeah, I, I just think it's great for Zelina, and I know you've been an advocate for her booking for show over the past uh, months. Yeah, but... I think this is the kind of stuff she should be doing. I think this is the gimmick that suits her, and it gets her on TV, 
But like, she's really, and, she's really good in ring. Like it was and, a believable win against a much stronger opponent. And like Krusty said the other day, she's really good on the mic as well. And I think that's important for this kind of gimmick. Yeah. So yeah, that was I think, a good point. I actually. think it's going to suit her down to the ground. I don't know who she's going to like feud with on Raw, but um, now she's moved over to Raw. But I'm sure there'll be someone that um, someone that will come out and get annoyed with how she she's probably going to be really cocky and really like annoying uh, the opposite to we'll get to the king later but you know it's more yeah. of a, he's more of a baby face king and this is like a heel queen so i think that dynamic can work quite well because they're going to be booked differently aren't they which is we we, we 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 may have different views on that that's what i'll say i don't know if jv woods what will be uh as face as you think <laughs> personally Mm, maybe not, but let's hold. Let's hold those. Yeah, well, it's, we're, it's, we've got a match in between first, um, which was Lashley and Goldberg, um, which I think we said uh, we just want to see a hard hitting, and it wasn't quite kind of like the finisher frenzy that we expect from Goldberg matches, but it was, you know, for a no holds barred match, we went around the arena. Um, I think there was, there was a spear for a barricade, wasn't there? I think we probably all could have predicted that. Um, and then it was, it was kind of nice from, I mean, Goldberg didn't kill Lashley. That's what I want to say first. Lashley's still alive. So he, he, he failed <laughs> on his, on his mission statement. He, he would have killed him. <laughs> well, he went for the Jack Hammer. He'd have hit him with the steps. Yeah. Well, well you mentioned, Chris, oh, yeah. you want to see the Jack Hammer. I got what I wanted. Yeah. He got the Jack Hammer. I, I, I got what and I wanted. And he hit it smoothly. It looked nice. He hit I, it beautifully. Yeah, and, yeah. But again, a lot of that is Lash. I mean, fair play though. Goldberg's holding him up. That's a lot yeah. of weight, but a lot yeah. of that is Lashley. And then there was no cover from that. Um, that this, is the the yeah. this is the way he should be booked. This is the way he should be booked with a strong, fit opponent, not not the Undertaker. Um, yeah, I think I've actually made a note. Here. This is probably one of the best performances from Goldberg I've seen in, in a couple of years. I think this is the, my favourite one since he's been back. Um, and it wasn't, I know you said it wasn't a big finisher frenzy. They can be good, but I didn't want another one of those. I know he hit the jackhammer in the spear, but we also he was carrying it on, dragging it out. Yeah, we had the hurt business, didn't we, as well? Which I actually yeah. made a note here of how, how weak their attempt was to take down Goldberg. One of them ran down, he did like a back body drop, and then they did out. look a bit, they did look and a bit. And then the other one was like a clothesline or something, and that was it. And they were both out for like the rest for like 10 minutes. I was like, God, yeah. that's, that's, that's like bog standard. It was a bit too weak. I think they should have yeah. finished it very quickly after he did that. Um, what they, end, a, they had a cool kendo stick battle as well just after that um, yes that and was cool. the finish was awesome in this yeah, match that finish was yeah, great spear off off the ramp through a table and i, I was I kind of surprised Goldberg did a move like that yeah. and it was it was a really it was a really <laughs> fun match this it was just what it needed to be like you said this is how you if you're going to book goldberg this is going to how, how you book it it doesn't matter if he wins some matches as long as they're not title matches um, yeah, and I think we, we were all happy to see him win this match. Like, I don't think anyone, well, anyone here was that. Was, I've not we, seen we were any happy. reaction. Like normally, you see such a negative reaction online to Goldberg yeah. if he wins. And here, I didn't see anything. It was um, good. It wasn't for so. the title. It was for like his family. Um, no one can sort of. We didn't see Gage, though, did we? I thought we were. I think that's good. I didn't want Gage. I was still expecting Gage to attack Glashley again, and then. I'm glad. I think they did everything right in this match. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I would have preferred that. I'm yeah. just surprised we didn't, um, given the whole build's been around him. Big old clap on the on back. Yeah. Gold is very good. And then we move on to the King of the Ring final, um, which I don't have actually much notes for the match. It was a good match, but nothing stand out. 
Um, but King Xavier, which was, the, was I think it was the right call, the um, social media clamber for him to be champ, uh, King of the Ring was huge. Um, but I, I just worry about Xavier Woods as King. I really don't think it's going to work, personally. I'm, I'm very sceptical about this. I, the only way I will be happy is if he turns heel and turns on Kofi and we have, like, you know, he uses it in that regard. But I, I've got off Xavier a lot recently on his um, promo work because he, he just comes across really obnoxious. Like, I think he's trying to be funny, but it's just not working. But there's been a lot of backstage interviews with that Kevin Patrick. And he's just, like, unnecessarily rude to him all the time. And I'm like, what's, what's your problem, Xavier? Like, why are you being such... Yeah, he kind of seems a bit stuck up, like he like he's above Kevin Patrick, and now he's king of the ring. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to think he's above. Maybe everyone. this is the way he's going. That could be quite good if he actually does do that. Yeah, so I think if if that's the um, you know, if if if, if that's the plan, then I think that that will be good. But if if they're going to try and keep him face, but keep him in the same um, you know, the same way he's been acting, then I think I think it could not work at all. Personally, I really don't see WWE turning him hill. Uh, or, or, or could they turn both of them hill? Woods and they'd have to turn both. They're not going to split them. They're not going to split the new day. It's not going to happen. Well, they kind of have, haven't they? With big no. Well, yeah, but they've done that. They're not going to fully yeah. get rid of the new day. It's not going to happen. Uh, not, not for like just randomly anyway. Be interesting you're if building you had to like WrestleMania trying to maybe. stop Xavier trying to. So well, start trying to stop him running riot and yeah, even powers. if that was a storyline where Woods goes a bit, um, power gets to his head, and then Kofi, like, like there's like a bit of animosity between them, and Kofi is like makes him see his ways, and then he, he drops the gimmick or something and goes back to normal, maybe. Um, but I think they have to do something with this king gimmick going to his head. I, I just don't see how it that I, I just don't, I just don't see foresee a plan where it works where he remains as a baby face to be fair throughout and nakamura was kind of obnoxious with rick boogs as a baby face and they kept that for a while and didn't turn him so yeah no that's what i mean i think they might try and do that and i don't, I don't know if yeah it will work. that's what i think they're gonna go with the only reason nakamura works was because rick boogs uh, the entrance really let's be realistic it wasn't anything nakamura was doing really it was the um I think as well, though, like Woods has been wanting this for so long. I reckon he's got plans of things he wants to do and say that WWE have probably approved. That yeah. should that should mean it's good because I think if, normally when it comes from the wrestlers themselves and the New Day are so good that I think they can make it work. Yeah, I mean, do you reckon you could build up like Woods getting really confident and build some momentum off this and we build up to Woods v. Roman for the title? Maybe. Because, yeah, I mean, because, because the SmackDown roster is thin. It is. baby faces. I, I, I was saying when we did talked about the rosters, I could see Kofi and Roman feuding for a while, but maybe it'll be maybe it'll be Woods. Maybe it it will feels be. like this is his moment, doesn't it? Woods, know, Kofi's um, had his biggies. I know Kofi's Kofi posted a picture of his wife the other day on Twitter, and she's like heavily pregnant as well. So he's about his wife's about to drop. So he might even have some time. Oh, off, good time for which could be, to sort of go off on his yeah, own, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. It could be perfect timing. The only the only point I negative point I had about this match is it did feel a little bit like Finn just sort of led down at the end and was like, oh, I'm going to let you win now. I just <laughs> didn't feel yeah. that convincing. It was, it was an impressive jump, though, from Woods. I'm, I'm glad like it was half, Over half a horse ring. Oh, that bit was amazing. Yeah. I don't mean the actual physical Finn laying down. I meant just sort of like the last minute or so. Just felt like yeah. he'd like, it wasn't the Finn that we see. The sort of, 
pulling out of things. And I thought he was going to kick out. I didn't think that was going to get him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Finn has, Finn has been hurt a bit the last couple of months. Um, yeah, when he I, I just picked up. Yeah, I just hope they... they... I would turn Finn Hill. I mentioned that last week, but I could see that happening. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. And I like I did like the show of respect they had for each other in this match as well. I thought that was good. It was like two proper babyface, babyface match. It did feel like that. And I like that. Sometimes you don't need babyface heel hot feud. When it's just like a tournament match, you can have that. Yeah, I, I think in tournaments you can do this, can't yeah, you? Yeah, it's a tournament final. There didn't need to be a big feud, a big storyline. It's just two like really good baby faces going out and having a good match. I, I like the way they kept it simple on that. Yeah, and uh, well, maybe the women's, I think they booked the women's a bit weirdly. I think the men's, they booked almost perfectly tough. This is the final with the yeah. Prince to a King thing, Woods' dream. It, it, yeah. Both both would have worked as kings, I think they put a lot of effort so. into the men's tournament and then the women's tournament. Like, Who do you want to win? Ah, she'll do. They like, almost did it because they like. kind of, it's almost like they signed a contract where they, where they agreed to it ages ago and they forgot about it. And like, oh shit, we should probably, we yeah. should probably book this somehow. I want to see two minute matches. Um, all right, so move on to Drew and Big E for the WWE title. Yeah, yeah, that's right. WWE. And I thought, again, this one was really good. Although we had some kickouts of finishers there. Both of them kicked out of each other's finisher. I think that's showing how powerful both of them are, isn't it? Yeah, you don't often get a Claymore kick out. You like yeah, it's, it's, I think it's risky business. to. It's, it's a dangerous precedent to set kicking out of a Claymore. Because, you know, if a finisher's protected, no one's ever kicked out of it. I think they could have done something where maybe he does like because often if they ever if they ever do finish a kickouts, they um take a while to to make the cover and like the five seconds it takes them to get, walk over is what is the difference between a three and a two. But I think both of these ones, I think the covers were pretty instant, so it was they weren't really like protected in any way. These finishers. No, but it's um, about who you're doing the move on, isn't it? Like, Drew's doing the move on the WWE champion and Big E's doing the move on the former WWE champion who's, like, the top yeah. baby face. So you're showing if these guys are... You're right, but Drew has, if they were has doing it, the... If Drew was doing that, if Drew did a Claymore and, like, Dolph Ziggler and he kicked out, I'd be like, well, why was that? Brock, what, they need, what reason? needed how many to pin Brock? Was it three? Yeah. So, yeah. Big E kicking out of one, I don't think is unrealistic. Yeah. No, he should right. be kicking out... He, I don't think you've muted yourself, Fisher, there. But yeah, I oh, think, yeah, he um, should be kicking out finishers on. sometimes. You got that excited. Yeah, so you, excited. You kicked your mic out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought this was a really good match, actually. There were some um, unique submissions that I liked. We yeah. didn't tend to see that um, from these guys. Yeah, and I think, again, didn't we have a show of respect after this match as well? Yeah, we um, did. Again, it's just a face-to-face. We knew this was a temporary feud before Drew moves over to SmackDown. We, I think we all knew the result. Like, Drew winning the title didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, it probably all worked out all right. I was just very... Um, yeah, my first reaction when he kicked out of the Claymore and the big ending, boy, is big ending as well. I didn't expect him to kick out of that. Um, they, they, they just surprised me. It's not even a negative. They just surprised me. Maybe that's, I liked a, the, maybe that's um, a good thing. One move I did like that we don't really see very often is there was a bulldog... Off of the off of the top right. I had that. I never see a bulldog well. anymore. Isn't that Crash uh, Holly? Was wasn't he the bulldog guy? Um, was it Hardcore Holly? Oh, might have been Mine both of them. But yeah, Hollies. I love the bulldog as a move. I mean, I don't know why it's not used more often. But yeah, he, he did one off the top right. Yeah, Drew hit a really cool Michinoku driver on this match as well. Yeah, Drew's so good. By the way, I, I know we did, we didn't really start recording the pod during the pandemic era, but Drew should get more credit, man. He's so good. He's amazing. Like he's not only 
like obviously his size is impressive and stuff and his power, but he, he oh, can do huge. some proper good moves as well. Yeah, yeah. He's very uh, you, you see him you see him do suplexes off the top rope and stuff quite often. He does dives yeah. he does dives as well. Sometimes. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to dives later. He's very so, athletic. Yeah, very good. Um should we move on to the women's triple threat. Um Becky, Sasha, Bianca. Um Bianca. Bianca. Impressive again. I know I constantly go on about this, but wow. How good is she? Uh, I just liked at the start where she was like using Sasha to hit Becky. That's just cool. Showing yeah. some real power. And then she pressed her with one arm. Oh, that was mad, that one arm I, press. I know, I know it's like not a full-on press, but that is just insane uh, power from her. Um, I just thought it was good. Um, you know, another segment I really enjoyed was from Becky, the sort of cocky, arrogant double pin. Which really she did the double disarmor as well, didn't she? She did the submission yeah. on both. That's it. Really buying into sort of her new arrogant um, persona now. I wasn't too convinced at first, but she's won me over with that. Yeah. And I've got a question for you, Crossy, specifically. Were you happy with the roll-up finish? In I... It's a KOD because by Because Belair. it was a cheating roll-up, yes. Yeah. I was happy with that. I That's think fine. it would have been better if someone was pin clean, but I didn't think it ruined the match enough to Bob, like, for it to be a problem. No, no, I agree. The only issue with it is there was so many roll-ups and DQs building into the match that it was kind of like, oh, here we go again. That was that was yeah. my only issue with it. I'm trying to discount them now because I get so annoyed with um, all the roll-ups and DQs we have over the time, especially the roll-ups. The DQs I'm not as bad with with the roll-ups. So, but actually, because there was actually, it wasn't just the roll-up, there was there was some cheating involved, which also plays into Becky's character some more. Yeah, I, I think this That's does how work she's winning. for Becky to roll-up yeah. win. Um, it also kind of works for Sasha to let someone else, like, it kind of works for all three of them. Belair was the one who did the finish and move. Yeah. And then Sasha tries to steal it, and then Becky rolls up. It kind of all works for all three of them, I guess. So I guess the finish does work. If Belair's going to win, she has to win clean. And with a big power move. Yeah, 100%. Imagine if Belair did a roll-up, it'd be... Uh, it I'd be livid. Um, there's some good reversals in this match. That, yeah, uh, I've got really, loads, really loads of cool talent. counters. Especially outside... There were some bits outside the ring that were really good. Yeah. I Three also put that... Um, there was some really good double team. There was a moments at the start of the match where um, Bianca and Sasha yeah. were like, forming an alliance and, and taking on Becky. And I yeah. thought that was that, those bits were good as well. With the history that Bianca and Sasha have got, I feel like they respect each other, but they don't like each other. And they kind of build on that in, in their matches. Yeah. These, yeah the, these three are my favourite women superstars, definitely. Yeah, it's hard to argue about, actually. I think they're, they're probably the top three. I mean, Charlotte as well. Bailey, when she comes back, might make, put herself in that again. But yeah. well, she moment, can carry certainly. on her momentum from before she was injured. So good she got yeah. injured actually because she was becoming my favourite woman, Bailey. She was really becoming she was so good before she got injured. And I, I, I still say she should have been kept on TV just in a managerial role or commentator or something. They could have used her. It's insane why they don't. I don't understand that yeah. a bit. You know, AEW did it with Britt Baker. I just don't get why they don't do it with Bailey. Um, all right, main event time now. We have kind of flown through this card and Reigns and Lesnar. There's so much to talk about in this match. Ooh, we, 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 you mentioned a dive earlier, Fish. There's a dive from Reigns on Lesnar in this match, which was insane. Yeah, he got such height on this, and then he jumped over him. Yeah, it's massive. This Roman Reigns is a big guy. He's so good. 
Luckily, um, Brock's a tank to take that. <laughs> he yeah. like landed on his head. <laughs> yeah, it was... this, this match just felt so big time because Brock was in 18 months, I think it said. And him coming here, and it just felt such a big match with Paul Heyman story as well. It was just awesome. Um, loads of big moves. There was an F5 kick out. There was an F5 countered into a guillotine, which was really cool. Spear kick out. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yep. Obviously mentioned the big dancey outside. That was really, really good. The cr- crowd again here was going absolutely mental for most of the stuff. Um, and then, of course, we got the sort of the ref bump and everything, and that led to the finish in the end. This felt very um, like early 2000s WWE, where you used to get a rough ref bump in every main event. Yeah, I saw um, a few people match. sort of criticising the overbooked finish, but I didn't mind it in this I mean, match. I thought I, I will say needed it to protect Brock. Yeah. He was never going to win clean or lose clean. Like, I felt like there was never going to be a clean finish in this match. Not totally. No, I think we needed something when a ref got, I've got distracted or bumped. I will just say, though, the actual bump itself was so um, manufactured, it didn't look natural at all. No. Like, the referee randomly stood by... Um, Reigns, uh, Reigns his feet or something for an F5 and you just swang him into him like you wouldn't do an F5 there like it's just it doesn't make sense in terms of how a normal match goes but I guess that's what you have to do to get a bump what I did love as well was when the ref was down Brock tried picking him up and he just like flopped yeah, back onto the floor hand. That, <laughs> yeah. is cool. that, I that made that. me laugh that bit well, yeah, something else I want to mention as well. Um, yeah, he didn't have a massive role in this. He had obviously a role in the ending, Heyman. But throughout the match, I spent a lot of time just watching Paul Heyman and he did not react to anything. He was completely like um, for the spear and the, the three count kick out on the two and a half. He did not move a muscle. He just stood there staring. And the same for the F5 and the two kick out. So he was given nothing away throughout the whole match. Right? It wasn't like he was reacting for Reigns and not Lesnar. And he just did such a good job. Um, also, I've got to say, I, I know obviously the finish was meant for him to throw it in the middle of the two, the mm. title belt. But what a name. He got it right in the middle. Like, that could easily go wrong. You could throw that one, more one way or the other by accident. Yeah, he got that bang middle. on, so I just think. I think it adds I to the, the story, but I'm actually, yeah. I was a bit frustrated that, I didn't get one way or another. I was like, come yeah. on. And I was like, give me a result. But I guess in a way it adds to it. So we can carry this on. Um, but I was a bit like, I want to know who's he going to go with? But yeah, he still didn't, didn't break. Um, one part I also really loved as well is when Brock jumped over Reigns' spear and it wasn't even like Reigns was like ducked down. Like he was like a full height spear and Lesnar cleared him. It was, it was mad. Yeah. Um, Lesnar's so good in the ring. In the past, so, I've not enjoyed... And then he, he went into Suplex City off of that, which was yeah. awesome. In the past, I've criticised Lesnar. I think a lot of that was because of some of his matches were too samey. It was it was Suplex City and then an F5, and that was your lot. Yeah. Um, and then you'd have him running off of the title. But this, I cannot fault. I absolutely loved it. Um, they're working so well together. And as you say, real big match feel. We didn't know... I know we all predicted that Roman would win, but we didn't know who was going to win. It could have gone either way. We had the Heyman uh, side of things as well, so we wasn't too sure what he was going to do. This is how I want WWE to be booking their big stars. It's completely different to what we had over the last sort of two years. Um, so, yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah, so good. And um, I think, in a way, it kind of... I, you know, I'd have loved to have seen a conclusion here, but they can they can drag this on further um, and see Heyman's real loyalties. Like they need, they need to tell they need to tell a story over the next weeks, months. 
whether it goes into the rumble whether it goes into mania i don't know what the plan is um for me reigns through brock with Heyman in the middle feels like a mania main event doesn't i feel like rumble's not big enough for it almost I think it's it, a long I, way I think, though. I know, I know it's going to be hard to tell a story. My only criticism is we've seen it main event WrestleMania what, twice already, and to do it a third time. At yeah, Mania but is di- this is very different, though, isn't I, it? I know, this it's, is, I know it's different. But... Reigns as the heel, Brock as the face, Heyman in the middle. Um, you know, this is this is. Let's have a triple I think they may do it. The triple threat. The Usos interfered as well, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, I kind of expected that that bit anyway. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And then My it's just boys. a title shot. Always makes me laugh when these refs run down as well to do the free count. Oh, yeah, it, that does annoy me. Actually, me I laugh. forgot about that. That's a negative. Have you been let's watching the match the whole time in the back? Yeah. yeah, just sat there waiting. Oh, let's go now. He's just smashed him in the yeah. face with the The title. ref got bumped 10 minutes ago. You could have been down there 10 minutes ago to count a pin. Brock, you know, yeah. had him down Some for a Some of it free. is a little bit over-manufactured, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Adds yeah. to the sort of. <laughs> I, I love that these well. The the, t- the the when Heyman threw the belt in, they did a tug of war spot, a heavily criticised segment years ago in one of their first rate Mania matches, where they were like um, having a tug of war with a belt, and they kind of had a callback to that with the that in the match, which I thought was a really clever spot, um, just for a few seconds, and then obviously Lesnar got the belt. But that's when the Usos come in the and Usos. super kicks him, and then Roman got the belt and smashed Brock over the head with it to win the match. So yeah, it was really, I thought that was really, really. I well do like done, a actually. belt hitting in the head. I do like that as a yeah. yeah. That, that used to be how every title match finished in the early two thousands. Honestly, all the all the time. This is exactly. This is they've just taken a match from early two thousands and replayed it here. So it's, it's very long. yeah, and this is what what we love as wrestling fans: the storyline, the. You know, someone next to the middle. We don't want to know what's going to happen, do we? No, and we still don't know where Heyman lies properly. I mean, he 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 didn't really hitch his um wagon to either horse, did he? He kind of stayed in the middle. Um, when he said, "I don't know," didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Um, you know, you know, they could they could have done so many other things and still had Reigns. They could have had him side with Lesnar, but Reigns win and then Reigns, you know, punishes him or something for a few months. So they, they could have done, you know, a multitude of things, but I actually quite like, I just like being intrigued and I'm still intrigued by it. I just don't know what's going to happen. Um, So looking forward to see where, where this goes going forward. And I'll say, I, I want to see it at Mania. That's what I want. I know it's a long time away and, you know, maybe Brock takes some time off and... and yeah, he's not going to be around loads, is he? Yeah, Reigns does other it. things in the meantime and he comes back for Mania season, you know. Maybe, you know, anything... Heyman could betray Reigns before then. Yeah, and come he, back with Brock. Yeah, come back with the Brock. There's a lot of things, they, a lot of ways they can do it. Um, I just wonder, because the reaction this match got, I know it was in Saudi, but um, I just wonder whether... That makes Vince think, might change his plans for Mania. Think actually this match is like the biggest match we've currently got. If they can't get the rock, um, which it's probably unlikely at this point. Yeah. If if, if they can't get the rock, you 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 can't there's no one that can persuade me that Drew McIntyre reigns is bigger deal than Lesnar reigns right now. Yeah. Uh, I think the rock unfortunately. The room the rumor is that it's gonna be delayed by a year. Um because I think it's in is it in Hollywood? Is it the next year? Is it no? It's Hollywood this year, I think. Is it Hollywood this year, or is yeah. it? My, I don't know, but it's. Oh, I, to I be, might be wrong. It's rumored to be the next one now. 
like a delay. I think that match will happen. Roman and Rock will have a match eventually. I reckon that will happen. That will be insane. But whether it's this year or not, I don't know. And Brock, like you say, is probably the next biggest thing they can do, even though they've only just done it, which is weird. But the story is so good that they they can make it work. And Roman Drew have already had, they've feuded before. They've had a match at Mania before as well. So that's that's not particularly, um, it's not anything particularly special for them to do that. Well, I just don't know what other, and not, not even just Roman here, if you move on to the WWE title or the women's matches, I don't think there's a bigger match they could pull out pull out for Mania than Rock, uh, Roman v. Brock. Not many. They There's probably many couldn't. They might bring Edge back in the picture by then. Yeah, but Edge reigns Brian last year. Yeah. I mean, it depends. You Obviously, know, the, Cena might. You could do something with Cena. Yeah, we, we had huge. Cena reigns. I know, I mean, yeah, not necessarily with reigns, but we're well, running out of people. We need to start pushing some we more. Are, we're, we're I was hoping Seth was going to be sticking around, and then we could have had Roman Seth. That would Seth, have Seth Roman match. has a possibility, by the way. That could be bigger than Seth uh, Roman. That could be insane. Brock, but they've kind of gone away from that clearly. So, yeah, yeah. I think we said it at the time, but moving Becky and Seth to Raw was a mistake. I think, but. It's obviously a reason behind We don't know. They seem to know what they're doing at the moment. So let's see. Yeah, they're on form and, you know, overall thoughts of this pay-per-view then. We've gone through the whole card. Remember, we've got Royal Rumble. We could, <sighs> we could bring some big names coming in. If you think I'm excited normally, you wait to Royal Rumble season. I absolutely love it. I'm like a child at Christmas at Royal Rumble season. Ugh. It's, it's like my, fa- my favourite like pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's probably worse than a child. Um, <laughs> so yeah, overall, thoughts. yeah. What what did we all think? For sure? Um, yeah, it's definitely the you know I've seen a lot of people say it, but I, th- I think it's definitely the uh, the best Saudi pay per view they've ever done. Um, it's no not massively high bar, but they have been the last one was quite good if I remember rightly. I think they've all been all right, you know. They've got the first couple did struggle, I think, a little bit. I think they, the first yeah. one was a bit too obvious and a bit too. Nothing seemed to happen. They were just like house shows for like with big yeah. stars on, basically. And, and some of the matches we got early on, we've mentioned them before, but you've got like DX and stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that until Big, weird matches like that and like Goldberg and The Undertaker and, and some disastrous stuff. Whereas here, yes, we've got a couple of big stars that don't wrestle every week, but we've, it felt like a nor- it, this could be a normal pay-per-view card. Not, not a normal, not a B card, but like a, a SummerSlam or a Mania card. And, and genuinely, it was really, really good. There wasn't a bad match on the show, yeah. I think. There were a couple of weaker matches, but nothing I was like, there was nothing I was like, this was bad. I thought um, it was all good. I, thought I, I really enjoyed good. it. I this think has been better than some of the pay-per-views we've had over the last, not necessarily really near, but a bit further back. I think it was definitely better. Um, yeah. it, I was more hyped for this one, I think. I think the last one I was m- most hyped for was SummerSlam, which didn't quite fulfill it, fulfill my need as, as had as I've liked it. So actually this over, sort of, um, went went above my expectation, which I I always enjoy. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think the stories we've got out of it, we've ended Seth and Edge. That's pretty big. I mean, if they carry it on, that stupid. It's got to be done now, surely. Yeah, they're both on Raw. They moved them together. Yeah, we've got Straight Roman and tag team. Lesnar, Can they coexist? Which... <laughs> Can they coexist? And we got to see Titus and Natty. What more could you want? <laughs> That Although he didn't fall under the ring. He should have slid under a camel or something like that. <laughs> That's still the best moment ever in a Saudi show. That was so under good. the ring. Best thing ever. Best thing ever. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. And, and in terms of pay-per-views this year, like you said, I think it's, it's up there. I don't think it's the best, but it's de- definitely not 
one of the worst either. I think it's pretty good. Well, I, th- I think it's better than SummerSlam. I think Krusty just mentioned SummerSlam and we had the weird Becky. I think the finishes is what makes yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes the booking and the finishes make the pay-per-views. Yeah. That's what you remember. And I think like the Becky Bianca thing really annoyed a lot of people. Whereas there's nothing here that w- would annoy anybody, I don't think. The worst thing was maybe a roll-up finish or that's about it. There was nothing annoying. Yeah, about I, I, I do think I do think that worked actually. I've um, I've, yeah, come, I mean, I've, I've come around to that. that that's just a minor, a minor criticism. It's not like, like I said, I don't think it ruined the match really. No, not at all. Uh, so I mentioned earlier we did a um a poll on Twitter, um which I think we put out on Friday. Yeah, it must be Friday morning. Yeah, it's after we'd watched it, um, and it was the match of the night. So we only had four options. Um, we had Reigns v Lesnar, the Sasha Becky Bianca triple threat, Goldberg v Lashley, and Seth v Edge. And in reverse order, we had Sasha, Becky, and Belair on 10% in last. We had Goldberg and Lashley on 16%. Uh, Reigns and Lesnar, 26 But the winner, um, by a bit really, 48%, was Seth v Edge. Um, I think we all said it. Earlier, it's probably, probably our match of tonight. Honestly, if I'm looking through this now, I'll probably go Goldberg Lashley second personally. Um, might be the I, second I think, best match. Um, mm, you know, stuff, think, stuff like Biggie Drews, I'm lucky not to make I was going to say, I, I, that might have been my second in ring wise, my second favorite match of the night. I don't know. It's hard. There were a lot of good matches. Yeah, there were a lot of good, but the, the, the people have spoken and the Seth Yeah, I think that was. Place, I think that I think that's, that's definitely correct. top. I think that's. Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. I vote. I voted on the poll myself and voted for it. Now we've gone over the matches again. I um. Yeah. I agree. Hundred percent. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think we're definitely most. But it wasn't that, that by a far. Sometimes we get a massively good match and then the rest are rubbish. Well, we had no letdowns. We sort of right up there. We, we had no letdown matches on the card. No, that's, that's I think everything thing. delivered to at least expectation or above. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. The, like yeah. the Queen's Crown, my expectation wasn't massively high because I knew it'd be short, but it delivered yeah. to what it was supposed to if do. If we were going to maybe just better. quickly, then if we were going to pick a worst match on this card, which would you pick? I can go first if you want. Yeah, go for it. This might surprise you. If I was going to go on what I expected from the match, I'd say Xavier Balor because yeah, I expect more match. from a Balor match. Good. I mean. Question. I still, uh, I think the Usos won, but that's more because there wasn't any point to it. But and in it terms of in ring, I'd say it was better. I'd probably go Zelina Doudrop, but that's you know, I'd probably go Mansoor Ali. Weirdly, I I think that was okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd probably go that second or third. That might be, the, but again, I I would still give that like quite. We're quite, sort of picking, we're sort of picking things. We're just yeah. nitpicking there, aren't we? I know. Normally, we're slaughtering it, say this match was awful. So we've I thought got, I'd, we've I'd got those skid marks there. on the um, on the bonus show. And Krusty's trying to trying to fit in. No, there wasn't a kind any of skid, skid mark. mark. There, there was not any. There's no mark skid mark. I guess my skid mark would be no one did a move off a camel. That's the only thing I I, I, would, I wanted to see <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Titus didn't skid under the camel. That, yeah, that, that was, so, yeah. That was well, a, we we're not going to do skid marks on this podcast. It's normally for just save for our weekly ones. No. Yeah. Just quickly as well, we'll talk about predictions. Um, yeah, go on. So we obviously we did predict on our Friday show, and um, we all had a lot of similar predictions, but we che- we went for a couple of differences. So in the Balor uh, Xavier Woods match, I went. 
well, I, I originally I went, you may remember I went for um, Xavier Woods, but then I changed it after and went for Bala. So I lost a point on that. Um, and Keeney went for Sasha Banks in the women's match uh, and lost a point there. The rest of them, we got everything spot on, which means Krusty obviously got 100%. Um, so he Le champion yeah, and so the score before that was already um Krusty was on 114, I think. Um, and it was like 112 or something and hundred a hundred. I haven't got the scores up. But yeah, he's extended his lead because you get bonus points for hundred percent. Yeah, I think I was two points behind. And, and if moved. I win this year, that is two years in a row that I have won. Yeah, I think it's a and I never point. did get my No Way Jose t shirt. No way, we'll Jose. Sorry, not no way. No way, we'll, Jose. We'll see if they still sell them. Fall <laughs> in a bargain bucket. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a five-point lead going into the last. There's not many. I think there's about three pay-per-views left this year. So yeah, it's gonna be tough to tough to catch. Yeah, but yeah. It's been a close year. It's been, there's been a couple of times where Keeney's been ahead. Fisher, yeah, I, I, I don't I, I know just, what happened to I've Fisher. I've had a shocker. Yeah, I've had a shocker. Thing is, I started badly, and then he start taking risks because you want to catch up. That's yeah, well, that's a, you know, you'd have got hundred percent if you didn't change your mind last year. Exactly, minute. you know. So I, I tried to change because I'm behind. I want to gain a point, and then I'll yeah. I, I, you prepare for my predictions on these last two shows, boys, because they're going to be some <laughs> wild shit coming out. That's wild tell you card. Reigns uh, to lose to Xavier Woods for the title. Yeah, going to be there's going to be some or... wild shit happening on my predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tend to do all right around like mania season. Don't I? I think I, I think I've done all right the last couple of manias. Weirdly. Um, mm. For whatever reason, I turn up for the big shows, and I don't care about these little little shows. You're Brock Lesnar, aren't you? I am. I'm the Brock Lesnar of predictions. Coming in <laughs> F five, my way to Mania wins. Krusty might be the Reigns because he's had a two year title. I'm steady. Two year yeah, title I'm Reigns. Two year title run. Vicious <laughs> to Lince Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, you're going to get released. <sighs> yeah. Sorry. There's always an extra. Poor old Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Lindsay, for listening. <laughs> sure, he is. If you is there anything, to, anything else to say on the pay per view? Are we done on that? No, I, I think I think that's that's it. that's it for this bonus pod. So um, that's us done for for now. Then a, a fairly quick show. Um, hope you like enjoy the bonus content we put out. We're trying to do a couple a month. Um, so obviously we'll be back for our normal show as always on Friday. Um, there's going to be plenty to discuss next week. Uh, Halloween Havoc will probably be headlining the show next week, NXT for the first time. Um, two episodes of Dynamite because it's back on Wednesday. And obviously Dynamite from Saturday and Rampage from Friday. Raw and SmackDown. Got plenty to say on SmackDown already, I can tell you that. And we may even mention Impact Wrestling for once. So that's never really happened on this show. Um, but oh, um, Prepare for but, a Mickey James segment like you've never heard before. Yeah, well, <laughs> she won the uh, Knockouts Championship last night and I was quite happy about that. So, um, yeah, because it uh, might be just the two of us and we, we're going to watch the Impact pay-per-view, which I don't often watch, but it is their biggest show of the year. So I feel like we should probably comment on it a little bit. Probably won't go into yeah. too much detail. Um, but yeah, we'll have that. So that's Don't miss to me too to. much because I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, your, man uh, pod. your show. Don't, please listen. Please still support. <laughs> we see if going to be an absolute. I, I know this is going to be the skid mark of of all the shows, but yeah. I've got my skid mark sorted for next for next week. Isn't it? I think I know. I think I know what mine's going to be already. You don't even have to. I haven't even watched Raw. Raw hasn't happened yet. 
Dynamite and um, NXT haven't happened yet, and I already know what my skid mark is going to be next week. I think anyway. Um, so we'll we'll see, but I can't see anything being worse than something that happened on SmackDown, and you pro- can probably guess what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, so if you follow, you can follow us on um, Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Um, interact with us and ask us questions for the pod. Um, thank thank you to all. The- um, who have taken part in our polls they're, they're very good and they're good for content as well um, you can also um, find us on Facebook at Recharge Wrestle as well um, and we are part of the Robot Republic community you can follow them on Twitter at Robot Republic underscore um, and that's our pod work, uh, podcast network so you can if you find uh, anything on there uh, they've got some good po- podcasts as well gaming horror and uh, nerd culture stuff um and that's it for now so we will see you next week see you next week guys see you guys goodbye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.